0: This is Gemara in Nazir daf Yud Bez. We pick it up in the bottom of Yud Alif Amid Bees, and we begin two lines from the bottom. Amar Rav Yitzchak, Abar Yosef, Amar Rav And the one dot of introduction that we need to know for this Gemara is that this is going to seem completely random. It's going to appear that this is absolutely nothing to do with naziras, Nothing to do with what we're discussing. But hang on tight. I'll take a little bit, but then eventually, as always, everything will come back around, and Bisiyata we will have clarity. So we begin with Rav Yitzhak Bar Yosef says the name of Yitzhak. If someone says to Ishliach, this is a gemara in Gittin that Amir Tzachem will be getting to soon enough. If someone says to Ishliach the following line, say Vikadishli liisha, please go and be Makadesh for me a wife. We know, as we have seen. One is allowed to effect kiddushin via The shliach goes over to the woman, says, for this other person," and there's no problem. Say isha. You know what the problem is? He didn't specify which woman. He just said, "Stam, go and marry for me a woman," without saying which woman. As the top Rashi points out, or the Rivan, we should say, isha. He didn't say many details about this woman. He just said, "Go and marry for me a wife." And then, what happens? The shliach unfortunately um, meets his demise. He's nifter, and we don't know what happened. We know the shliach went. He was told to marry someone for this man, but we don't know what happened. What is the halacha? Says the Gemara, quoting the Gemara in Asir the Mishnah b'cholam This man is forbidden to any woman in the world. Why? There's a good old-fashioned chazaka that a shliach listens and does is what he's supposed to do. And therefore, because he did not specify which woman, we don't know which woman he married. And therefore, what are we worried about as the top uh, the, the excuse me, the last white line in the Rivan, in the Mephayrish Rashi over here, speaks out that any woman in the world, we have to be worried this woman might be the relative of the woman that is really married to this man. Of course, let's just speak out. The fact that one is marrying two women, that is not a problem, obviously, in the times of the Gemara. The problem is, you're not let to marry the hein asura You're not allowed to marry the mother, daughter, or sister of one's wife. As we will see in Gumari Kedushan, and it says, Isha, Asura, Love, Sheva, Arayis. The seven close relatives of a woman are forbidden. So because we do not know which in the shliach married, he's not allowed to marry anyone in the world. Why? Because anyone in the world is potentially the relative, one of the seven koroivim. Of the woman that the shliach was actually married. End of quotation from this mishnah in Gittin. This is our Rav yitzhak Bar Yosef says in the name of Rav Yechon. So now, based off of that, aishrei Rav Yechon, three comes along. Says Rav you just taught this halacha. You just taught that. If a shliach goes. We assume that he followed what he's supposed to do. And you can then can't subsequently marry anyone. As for Yishlakesh from the following. Mishnah and him. Kain him. Cain literally means a nest. It means a pair of birds. Stuma. That was not specified. Someone has a pair of birds. We don't know which one of the birds is a chatos. And which one is the birds that are asham. This is referring to a case. Again, let's see the Mephairish. So the truth is... um, One second. As we're quoting the Mephairish more than we're looking at Taisvis. Let's uh, move ourselves over literally so that uh, the Mefarish is visible for everyone to see. There it is. Let's look at the Mefarish over here. First says, What's the case? And one of the t- uh, times that one is obligated to bring the carbon from birds, so someone goes and he separates two birds, two pigeons, or two bneiyaina. And he didn't specify which one is a chatos, which one is an ayla. And therefore, what happens next? One of the birds flies away. So we have two birds. One is a chatos, one is an ayla. We don't know which is which. Designated, I shall say, as a chatos and an ayla. We don't know which is which. And what happens next is the bird gets up and flies away. So now we're in a very similar scenario. Or what else? Six lines down. Or the bird gets mixed up with the different carbon, the one is obligated to leave to let die. For example, for example, that uh, for whatever trees the carbon can't be brought, maybe the owner of the carbon died. So this animal is an animal that's supposed to be a carbon khatas The owner is no longer around, so we have to let the animal die. So now we have a, a bird mixed together with something that's also maybe a khatas We don't know which is which. Or one of these birds dies. So we're left with a quandary. We don't know what is the bird in front of us. And furthermore... All the birds in the world, we now have to be worried. Wait, maybe this is a chatos, maybe this is an ayla. Says the Mishnah, quotes, Take a bear for the second bird that you had. Take the bird for the second bird that you had. And it's no problem. And you bring one as a chatos. And you bring one as an ayla. And now you don't have any issue. Says the brisa further, but if he specified one is a chatas, one is aila, you can't fix it. Can't fix it. Why can't you fix it? Can't fix it because you don't know which is which. One flew away. So what do you Brown, You have a bird in front of you that can't be fixed. But the clear implication is that the bird in front of you cannot be fixed. But it seems that there's no issue with the rest of the birds in the world, asks the Gemara 10 lines down. First word on the line is VAMAI. VAMAI! Why is there no issue with the rest of the birds in the world? Each and every bird, we should say, Delmahayniyu, maybe this is that bird, maybe this is a chatos, maybe this is an oil, just like you, Rabbi Yechelen, said. Every single woman, we have to be worried, maybe she is the relative, the mother, daughter, or sister of the woman that potentially the shliyach married for this man. Why do not we have the exact same concern with the birds? We should say that every single bird might be this bird that's a car, but and therefore they should all be oser. Back to... I'm talking about a case for a woman that doesn't move around. And you're asking me for a case of an iser that moves around. What is this moving around? This is the classical rules of Roiv versus non-Roiv. Whenever we have a case, and I'm sure this is something that people were thinking and is bothering them, why don't we say Paschim based on Roiv? There's one woman in the world that we're not sure what her status is. But every other person in the world is mutter to this man. So why don't we say simple, Rife?" And Raif should allow this man to get married. Says Rav and you know why? Because the woman is naida; She's not moving around and the rule is, called kavua, kemechza almechza Any Anytime we have a suffix, but the suffolk is set, it's not moving. This is the case that we've spoken about many times in nine stores, kosher and treyf. We're trying to figure out where the meat comes from. So as long as it's not moving, then we have to be machmir. As we say, kol kavua, It's like 50-50. We can't pass it based on rife. But by the birds, what's a bird? A bird flies around everywhere. Since a bird flies around everywhere, what do we say? We say, rife! So, answers, Rav in the case of the birds, you know there's is no issue because we go after a simple rife and simple rife says the birds are mutter. In the case of the woman, there is an issue. Why? The reason why is the, the issue of the woman because the woman stays still and therefore we cannot paskin based on rife and rather we paskin based on kul kavua, anything that is said, it's like 50-50, and we don't paskin with the rife. Says the Gemara of and if you're going to suggest, and maybe the woman's walking around. Why would the woman be walking around? Because maybe the original case was that the Shriach met this woman in the shock. She's moving and married her. So maybe the woman should be comparable to the bird and should also be called movable and therefore we should also I'll explain to you now. The woman eventually goes back home and therefore she has a din of being set in her place. Anything that is said is 50-50. Therefore we have to be machmir. But the bird doesn't come back home. The bird flies around and therefore therefore, in the case of the bird we bask in, Based on Roiv. So Rav Yechon differentiates and answers very eloquently that a bird is movable, we have a at it's a mutter. A woman is not, and therefore it's Kavua, Mechsa, Mechsa, it's Aser. So far, everyone is still wondering how is this going to circle around. Back to our sigya. it's coming up right now. Says the Gemara, Omar Rava. Now this din that Rava is about to say, this is the din that's going to circle, this is the din that's going to be connected back to our mishtas. Let's pay careful attention, a little bit more perhaps than everything else, to Rava. says, Rava Umaida Rav Yechelen. Rav a moment ago said, the woman is forbidden, but the birds are mutter. Rav Yeichel himself is a be isha she'ein la. If there is a woman, we're about 20 lines to the bottom, the first line is Umaida. Let's say there's a woman in the world, that has Ulay Bas, Vlay bas, bas no daughters, no granddaughters, Lobas no Ben, no grandsons, Loim, no, no mother, Vlo no Im, no grandmother, Vlo no sisters. So if we have such a woman with no other relatives, that woman is allowed to get married to this man. The whole concern with this man that can't marry a woman is why? Because we are worried. wait, maybe you're the sister, mother, or daughter of the other woman that we don't know got married to this man? But if we have a woman with no relatives, there's no concern, and then this man could, yes, marry her. The And furthermore says Rav qualifying the din of Rav Yeichon, maybe she had a sister, but this sister at the time of the story with the shliach was married and the sister got divorced after the shliach was appointed that sister as well will not pose a problem such a woman will be mother. what do you mean but she has a sister the fact the sister was married when the shliach was sent out originally shows us clearly that the shliach could not have married her, the first sister, will be mutter. That's how Ravah qualifies the ten of Rav Yeichanan, going one step deeper and explaining what is the story with regard to being ushered to every woman in the world. There are few specific women he'll be mutter to, no relatives, or had a sister that was married at the time of the original pointing of the shliach. Says the Gemara, my time. So where did Rafa get his in this last detail that if she had a sister but the sister was married, even though subsequently the sister got divorced, it still doesn't pose an issue. You know why? The reason is because at that moment when he appointed a Shriach, having a Steve on the Gavri, the sister was married. And therefore when one appoints a shliach, and this is the aside, this is the rule that we're extrapolating from the words of Rava. And this is the rule that's going to come back around and be asked from Anar Mishnah. So what's the rule? That when one appoints a shliach, Bemilsa Kaima Kaime, It's only for things in front of him. I appointed the shliach to marry for me a wife. So if this woman is divorced, is married right now, that woman is not part of the shlichos. What do you mean? But maybe she got divorced a moment later. Doesn't make a difference. It's the moment of the minui, the moment of the pointing of the shliach. The woman who was married. It's not on the, in the parasha. But also But the things that are not available kame loy mashvi shliach. That is why wow, we extrapolate from Rav, from the fact that Rav says, even if there's a woman that has a sister, but the sister was married at the time of the Minuy Shliach, you're allowed to marry that woman. Why? Because when I appoint a Shliach, I only do it for people who have a potential. But if someone is married, they're not potential suitable for a wife, and they're not part of the Minoi of Shliachs. So after a very long Ahmed Aleph, finally we see how this connects back to our Mishnah, as our Mishnah is a kasha on Rava, Five lines from the bottom of Yubi's, and Al of Tenan, we learned in our Mishnah. Ha'areni So says, I am a nazir, and it's a come upon me to be li'galeach. Nazir to be in the carbon of a Giluk nazir. And the friends here says, I as well. And I also will bring a of Nazir. What did the Mishnah say? That if they're smart, each one accepted a Nizirus And accepted to bring a carbon of Naziris. So if they want, they could bring for each other. And then it will solve all problems. If not... Their second part of their statement, all of the Allah is accepting a separate carbon nazir and they have to bring a carbon nazir for someone else. So now, asks the Gemara, and Ravo, two lines on the bottom of the am Zamad Aleph, B, Shlama Ikah. Asked the Gemara, I understand the one, the second person, the guy who yelled, V'ani and I, Ika kanei, the other guy is already a Nazir. So when this second guy accepted upon his Nazirus, and when the second guy accepted to bring the Karbanos of a different Nazir, I understand how this second guy could patria with the first guy because the first guy was already a Nazir. Ella, but ask the the first guy when he says is the second person in front of him No the second one didn't say anything. So according to the rule of Rava that Rava's rule was we only include things which are Kame which are in front of you. So then how can it be that in this case, that he's able to switch off and bring the carbonazir Nazir for each other. And the Gemara continues, moving on to Yidbeis, Amidbeis, and says, the Gemara, So how are we forced to explain what's going on in the Mishnah? That, You know what we have to say? If I find someone else, who was a nazir when I made my nedir, when I made my nazir, it was a like, galcha, hachanami. So now, here too, and this is really how the whole question goes for a on Rav, and his explanation of Rav Yechanan, maybe when the husband appointed the shliach to go and marry a woman on his behalf, you know what he meant. garsha If you find that she is divorced, Marry her for me. And this is a kasha on Rav, Because Rav's whole Said was what? Rav's whole idea was you only include in the shlichos. You only include those that are shayich at that point. But someone who is not shayich at that point, someone who is already married, is not included in the shlichos. But I ask the Gemara, we see from our case that that's not true. Because we see that the man potentially does include other people when he accepts upon himself an Azirus. If you find someone else who's an Azir, so why can't Rava explain the same thing in Rav Yechanan? Answers the Gemara, Amri, they responded, Lomashvi in his Elo bemilsa dem Matsi Ovid Hashta, Bemilsa dem Matsi Ovid Lei Hashta, Loi Mashvi. So answers the Gemara, you're right. It's true that when someone appoints a shliach, it's true when someone makes a declaration of the zeros, at some level, you yes include that which is in the future. So what did Ravah mean? What Rava meant was, Lomash shliach, a person doesn't make a shliach only for items that he could himself do, the so he could only himself marry the woman that wasn't divorced. Wasn't married, excuse me, but something that he couldn't himself do, he never makes a shliach. So now says the Gemara, so what is the cloud, the aside that Rav is coming out with based on Rav Yechron that when you make a shliach, it's only in as much as something that you yourself could do. Something that you yourself cannot do, you would not create a shliach. Asks the Gemara seven lines down. You debase base him base. is that way that you just said the rule of a True, Tashem bring you a right. Hoi merlapet Shabbos. should sound familiar. We this at the end of the Darim. So it says to an appointee. Sheloai kolad Darim sheidi derishti mi kanvad Shabbos So it says to Shabbos. Any nether that my wife makes while I'm on vacation until I come back. Hafir please a for her. and the Shabbos goes and is First revokes those nadarim I would think it works the husband gave him the power and he went and he did it Talmud Limer says the Tyra no says Rav says Rav Yashiyah it doesn't work why? because only that would you could do only the husband has the ability to be made for the neder. But comes long, Rav Yehina about twelve lines down. The first one line is Divrei. Says Rav Yehina What's the big deal? You're bothered that how could the shliach be made for the nedra on behalf of the husband? It's a classical shliachos. When one makes a shliach, is the power just like he himself has? So says the Gemara based on this rule of Rav Yoinasan. Mm-hmm. What did Rav Yo say? Specifically, because we have a Posik that says it's only the husband. For, if not for that posseh, the Apachabis would yes be able to revoke the neder. But says the Gemara, and this is the Kashan Rava, But with regard to himself, could the husband himself be able to be made for the Nidar when he's on vacation? The answer is no. regarding himself, Tanya, we learned in a I'm So and tries to certify all the Nidarim while he's away on vacation. What do we say over there? Layamar Klump but if he says that they are revoked of laws armor Mufar works, doesn't work. So says the Gemara, what do we see? Even though he himself cannot do it, he himself cannot be made for the nadar when he is not home, yet he can have a Shliach do it. So the Gemara has a kasha on Rava. The whole Yisaid that we just said in Rava was what that you could only do and have a shliach do what you yourself could do. But we see from here that's not true. Answers the Gemara. Kaselek, Six lines from the first Mishnah. You know we thought. Oh, says the Gemara. What do you mean? So Rabbi is going according to the Rabonim, Ta Amri Lomatzi Mafer, Vi Love the amar Amarachmana Isha Gmanabi Shabirenu, and if not for the bossika but chapasavi mafer, says the Gemara. So that's the reason why it is not a excuse me, this is this is part of the Kasha. So I asks the Gemara, so we just spoke out. One second the reviation is going with the Rabbon and he himself can't be made for it. So why in the world would he able to have that but chap to do it. Answers the Gemara, the classical Talmuds, which everyone I'm sure was wondering when we read the bris, it's a machlok. Yes, Rav Yehuda son and the Chachamim, Rav Lazar <laughs> the Chacham. Excuse me, but I'm not leaving. Rav mati for you. Could you could be made for it when you're on vacation? So, too, you could have your Abba Chavis made for it when you're on vacation. E asked the Gemara, Le La Shavi Shliach Yishliach for La Iu. So then, what's the point of making the shliach when he goes on vacation? This was a kashla we learned in the tarim If he himself could do it while he's on vacation, why is he appointing an Abba to do it in his behalf? says the Gemara, you're right it's a technical detail maybe I'll forget I'll be angry, I'll be busy so he's appointing Abba Chappis to be safe but it's true, says the Gemara he could have done it himself so Rava stands the test of time that a can only do as much as the Mishaleach himself would be able to do and we continue with another Mishnah towards the end of Yidvis Hopefully this should sound familiar. This is a mishnah that was quoted in yesterday's Gemara. So it says, Upon myself, I have a Nazir. V'shem hachaveir his friends, here is V'omar, V'ani, and I, Alei l'galei hachazi Nazir. The same thing. What's ta'locha? Zem megelei Nazir. Sholem, zem megelei Nazir. Sholem, divir ameyer. No such thing as half a Nazir. Each one has a full Nazir. V'cham, mo'yim, no. Zem megelei hachazi Nazir. Vezem migaleiach chatzin nazir. each one has to bring the half of the ice for a carbon nazir. Says the Gemara, what is this and Everyone agrees. Says Rava, carbon. No, he's nazir. life. So someone says explicitly, I accept upon myself half the ice of a nazir, chatzik carbon. Khatsi, carbon, nausea, lai, khatsi, carbon, mice. He has to bring you after the carbonos. Carbon, noice, khatsi, If he says carbon, ice. I'm bringing the carbona is of a chatsir nazir. Then kulei carbon ba'ilasuye because there's no such thing as a carbon of a half a nazir. So if you expli- explicated a half a carbon, then it works. Half a nazir does not work. My time. What's the reason? alga. There's no such thing as a half a nazir. So if you said half a zeros, that does not work. What's the machleik? Is the Chacham in the Mishnah? With this, we conclude the arguing in the wordage of the mishnah what he says fullness here is carbon carbon ears. And then when you said half, it doesn't do anything. So says Ramayor, you have to bring a full carbon his ears. It's a neder that includes with it the Pesach, that includes with it the interpretation, which is what I only mean half. And that's why the Chachamim are of the opinion that you only have to bring half. So everyone agrees again. Half a Nazar can't be, half a carbon can yes be. The question is in the words of the Mishnah and the... In the case of the Mishnah, the Chavon said, you bring half. Or a mayor says, you bring whole. We'll pick it up for the next Mishnah, the next year. B'Siyato Dishmayo.